0: Love
1: Talk Radio. Peace to the God. You already know, man. Yo, yo, yo. Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them thieves. Be killing me. The enemy is close. You both lies on our identity. I build like he who stepped. Architect like M. Son had the son himself. The God deadly with the art I fit dark With a slit heart You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts Standing in the cold with a scroll That was written in gold Behold the old glimpse that was never untold Infinite like the 8-7 Dwelling in your melon, no felon Though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious I'm prime primal, my rhyme's suicidal I worship no idols My style a load of gems going down in a spiral You stuck in your roof. My intelligence passed my coup The God is the truth Every time I step in the booth You stepped on a stoop Got scooped and swooped, and swooped in my loop do the knowledge whack received, it played like blue. and wish yeah, the sun of the saw, a gift from the gods who rule Flying through the sky with golden wings. Merged into the light, not body, golden king with the scepter of justice, melanin, cultivating cheating until we are a and finally becoming one with the righteous sun. So soul law, souls of raw, magnificent glow with unconditional love. Scattered rays for days from the heavens above, soul below, the souls strapped in the lower depths of hell, incarnated into 76 trillion cells, to break free. Must be refined, masculine and feminine properties combined. The devil is the author of confusion. 183,000 divisions in religions, denominations, sects, post-sciences and isms. Though isn't it written in the Bible that Jesus spoke in parables? The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical. Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal. Most of it is allegorical, based on esoteric principles. Baptist versus Methodist, Pentecostal Holiness versus Jehovah's Witness, Mormons versus Seven Day Adventists, Skeptics, Atheists, and Agnostics, Divine and Cosmic Tactics of the Reptilians, Lower force Fourth Dimensional Aliens, so beware of the draconian Satanists, yo, they ain't to imprison all true beings through ignorance, yo, we crush the head of Leviathan, battle mind control, superluminous suggestion, brainwashing indoctrination, using in religions, politics, education, economics, health, and labor, entertainment and war, yo, no sex and war in this chessboard game, poor life, we've all been pawns strings controlled by the spawns. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. Peace, 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 family, and peace to the world, the families of the world, peace to the whole human family. This is uh, Brother Vaheem veteran L Bay, filling in for Dr. Arsur Alim Nutapak Bay for the night, I'll be your host for the night, and our topic tonight the title of our topic tonight will be The More Paradigm and Aborigine People. All right. I'm going to start right here. And I, and I have a book in my hand. It's called You Are Not Negro, Black, Colored, Morisco, Nor an African Slave. It's written by Grand Sheik, Babacujo, Edward L., and edited by Sister Tohida S Naji Ula L. Yes, I'm dealing with uh, dealing with the paradigm. Uh, it also deals with uh, actually the title is the paradigm, the boys paradigm, and Aborigine people. And it, it deals with uh, deals with different uh, things that are affecting our people today. That has been affecting our people for the last I don't know, maybe 400 years. You know, I'd like to clear some things up tonight about that, about those subjects, and um, let's start right here. Okay, it says here <coughs> you are not Negro, black, colored, Morisco, nor an African slave. Okay, it says here the Negro label. We study most to know our true selves. Most unconscious moors willing, willingly accept the label "negro" without knowing what it means, its origin, and most importantly, my people fail to consider why Europeans applied this label to beings with concentrations of melanin and all carbon. Well, I can I can easily answer that answer that statement. Uh, well, you know that. Uh, our people have been more uh, have been misclassified as Negro, Black, Colored, African American, Afro American, uh, people of color, and so on and so on. You know, which are all brands, not identities or slave brands, if I may say. They did this to disinherit us from the land because more means land. If we are land people, and we are people of the land, that that means they have to render the land back to us, our people. And they might wind up being, if not being, have to leave these countries or this continent, or they might wind up being second class citizens. See, it's very important because. Uh, as a book, but some of you that in that is in the know that know that the United States corporation is in debt to China, well, they also like I said last week they also in debt to us they was i don't know how many maybe close to how many trillions of dollars which they cannot possibly pay, but the held up or the hold up is the vast majority of our people like it says here in this pamphlet it says here my people uh, uh... most unconscious Moors, most unconscious Moors who have been mis- classified as black negro colored african-american afro-american and people of color this, these are my words most of them are willing to accept the label negro without knowing what it means is ordered and most importantly my people fail to consider why Europeans applied this label to beings with concentrations of melanin or carbon, but this is the reason why they apply this to our people. So we can't lay, lay claims or inheritance to the land. So a lot of uh, most of our people are willingly to call these other brands no call ourselves these other brands they don't want to call themselves Moors. 'Cause because some of them don't even know what the word Moor means you ask some of our people they never heard of the word more. you ask them you know what's that you know that's some kind of religion or that's some kind of other religious faith or whatever or what have you you know no you know it's a nation of people you have some uh, uh scholars claim that Moore is a nickname of our people, which is totally false, totally untrue. Moore is not a nickname. We are a name is a, a, a Moore be is a nation of people. People are not nicknames. All right. Okay, let me let me move along here. Let's see here what is the fascination with these imposed labels? Why have conscious moors been so quick to embrace they know they knew nothing of? Most unconscious moors will answer these questions without qualification, and of the current, say they are racist. Okay, others will jump on the race card bandwagon and claim the labeling to be acts of prejudice, or they they did it to. Take away the culture of black people during slavery, okay. let's stop it right here, okay. They said that most unconscious Moors will answer these questions without qualification of the current of the current and say they are racist, okay, what is a racist okay I would say uh these the uh uh call the- uh, Linnaeus and Johann von Blumenbach, one of the two European scientists, or, or so-called scientists, I don't call them scientists, the one that started up this race business, this color business, dealing with uh, people that have different skin complexions, different phenotypes, different hair textures. This is what they base people's, uh, so to speak, uh, identity on and which has nothing to do with law, because they knew nothing about law. They dealt with descriptions. They described what a person looked like, so that's who they are, which 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 is false. They create up social artificial constructs, things that are not real. And, and and as it is today, these are these are 19th century European men. I'm talking about. Here it is, the 21st century. People haven't still caught on yet. it's all a false paradigm. Okay, here's here. They were labeling the court, uh, acts of pleasure, or they say the black people doing uh, during slavery. There is no such people as black people. No such people exist in any part of the human family. But let me go on here. It says there there are many key lessons, tablets brought to us by the prophet to help save the burnt copper stone or copper tone masses and wake them up from their sinful ways and statelessness. Whether we look at this matter from a domestic, national or international perspective All jurisdictions recognize this violation of natural law. With us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed. Act 6, Divine Constitution and Bylaws by Noble Drew Ali. Also, the Divine Constitution and Bylaws, it, it was written in 1926. We, the original Americans, obviously had no clue as to our nationality and our divine creed if it had to be taught to us by our prophet, noble Drew Ali. Our nationality is a very important part of our search for knowledge of self that no Negro, black, or colored organization, group, association, nor nation has dealt with other than noble Drew Ali. Which is so true. He is the only uh, brother in history that I know of in history that dealt with this with this subject. Not even the nation of Islam uh, to play the nation of Islam down, or Minister Farrakhan, whatever. But they teach that their people are black people, or they say the black Asiatic man and woman. There is no such there is no such person. Asiatic, yes. Black Asiatic, no. Okay. Excuse me. Through the most divine and national movement in North America from 1913-1929, few of our so-called leaders have dared examine this issue. That's is true. They haven't. Let's see here. Nationality has spiritual energy as a word. The letter combination N-A and the teachings of the Kabbalah represent stability, the first principle and the double virtue of recalling on itself and spreading out in hyphen A can be found in the cipher of principles surrounding nationality and other words first off name nation national nature natural Nazarene Natal Nazareth Naval Nav Navy Navigate 'cause Moors are navigators also. Being a Moor also means to navigate. To navigate the high seas. Because at one time in point in history our ancestors controlled the high seas of the earth. A fact. Okay, let me move along here. Nautical, North America. Naga, Napoleon. Napoleon who shot the nose off of a rocket, um, which in the in the Greek term, they call it Sphinx. Okay? Some of you that studies a lot of the uh, comedic sciences, uh, the science of Miserain, or uh, Hikuta, whatever you want to call it, call it, knows what I'm talking about, because when Napoleon did a lot of his explorations and over in North Africa, and he saw all these uh, moorish types features, you know, these indigenous and uh, Asiatic features of of women and men. And what shocked him a whole lot was he saw a lot of women in high positions of power. And this is what a lot of the European males could not understand or did not like. He was so angry. mo so angered. He had one of the uh, the uh, the tip of the nose of Haru and blown off, which is uh, known to some historians as the Sphinx. Okay, some of you have seen this picture, and certain uh, dealing with the comedic history and African history and so on. You know, seen the picture of the uh of that nose being shot off of her room at it. I'm, I, I'm at it. Okay? Okay. Say says here, Narcotics, including sleep or stupor. Narrative, a story of description of actual or fictional events, i.e. slave narratives. But this adventure of the Negro in the New World has been structured differently in the United States than in other parts of this hemisphere. In spite of his adaptability, his willingness, and his competence, in spite of his complete identification with the Moors of the United States of America, he is excluded and denied. A barrier has been drawn against the Negro. And the above quote, clearly states that the Negro is a Moor and that he is still excluded and denied rights as a Negro. Most black scholars are quick to pull the race card and blame Europeans for their their actions. The truth of the matter regarding the Negro problem is right. In the above quote, Negroes are Moors, or you could say Moors who have been misclassified as Negroes, black, colored, African-American, and so forth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You get uh a lot of the so called blacks don't call themselves Moors. When the the Negro or the black, because Negro and black both are synonymous terms. What a lot of uh, a lot of our people are not dealing with and what a lot of their leaders or I can say they misleaders are not telling them. Negro is the Spanish word or I can go back further than that, it is the Moorish Latin word for black. Which is known as Spanish today. English word for Negro. So you hear a lot of these people like Dr. Reggie, Professor Larry, and uh, you know a lot, of, a lot of these idiots talking about Black Power, Black Power, Black Power. What you saying, idiot? You are saying Negro Power, Negro Power, Negro Power? You got people like uh, Young Pharaoh. And Sarah and Seti are talking that foolishness as well. You're saying you black. You're saying you're a Negro. Hmm. Says that when the Negro starts to read and study, he will see that it's not racism. It is a misrepresentation on his part he will see that it is not the Europeans' fault. The Negro was put into slavery in the Americas. It was his, the Negro's abandonment of his own Moorish heritage and culture for the idols' gods of Europe, which it assisted in his enslavement. How did Moors get stuck with the Negro label? I just explained that to you earlier. Why and how and why? Okay, let me read this here. The institution of slavery, which had long since died out in the rest of Europe, had here in the Iberian Peninsula survived for a number of reasons, especially because of the continuing wars with the Moors, which lasted until the very year of the discovery of America, 1492, which America was never discovered. Okay, that's what they... uh, put in history books on what they teach our children in school. this nonsense. It says here, Starting American history in 1492 in honor of Columbus with the beginning of deception and planted the thought that this is where it all began instead of where it ended. One minute earlier, December 31st, 1491, where the decree was made to black or more black or more out of his story, his story, his, uh, h-i-s hyphen s-t-o-o-r-y, his story. Okay, Negro is a Spanish word that means black. Did I just tell you that earlier? Okay, all right, let me read this here, Negro is a Spanish word that means black. And Spanish, under the under the under the guise of Queen Isabella, King Ferdinand, and Cortino Cisneros, were the ones who stripped the Moors of their culture, language, ceremonies, customs, and even their names. In 1501 A.D. A.D. meaning in the year of domination, not in the year of Christ. Okay, or not like after the death of Christ, like a lot of, like a lot of us have been mistaught. A.D. meaning in the year of domination, okay? It is Moorish Latin. Anno domini. Anno domini means in the year of domination, not in the year of our Lord, as they uh, tell you in what's a so-called Roman Latin language. Okay, let me move along here. Moors who failed to submit to the now ruling power of Spain were exiled to North Africa and the Atlantis Islands or killed through the decree of Charles V in 1526 AD. Charles V also bribed many electors of the Roman Empire to name him the Holy Roman Emperor, giving him rule over more countries than any other European monarch. Those who have baptized into Christianity were termed moriscos. These moriscos made a final stand in 1570 to reclaim Granada, but were unsuccessful in their campaign. No less than three million Moors were banished between 1492 and 1600. During the rule of the Moors, Moors in Spain was the center of civilization in Europe, and to this day monsters continue to stand as the foundation of Spanish churches. No other European countries have ever come close to the eight hundred year of legacy of the Moors in Spain. As a matter of fact, the Negro was never a slave. The so called Negro was never a slave. i c I'll put it that, that way. <clears throat> the the so called negro or negro, negro was never slave. To conceive the design of an enslaving an individual we must presuppose that he is free. The first act of enslaving is to deprive him of his liberty. This, the so-called Negro, never had since the creation of man. The so-called Negro is an ape, hence his status in the universe. His relation to man, like that of every other animal, was fixed irrevocably by God and the creation and no act upon man's part, whether legislative or executive or judicial can change it this was written in nineteen hundred by a uh, person somebody named Carol okay <clears throat> says here the Negro status as an identity for moors is a fiction to say the least based on the information presented thus far. one of the most proven factual cases to date to pinpoint the fraud of unconscious moors being labeled Negroes was the Dred Scott decision brought in 1857. It's it's the case called the Scott versus Stanford case in 1857. In this case, in the Dred Scott case, the United States Supreme Court ruled that the descendants of Africans who were Negro slaves were not included or intended to be included under the word citizen, whether emancipated or not and remain without rights or privileges except such as those which the government was willing to grant them. This was after the Dred Scott decision, okay? Let's read that again, okay? Let's read that again. In the Dred Scott case, the United States Supreme Court ruled that the descendants of Africans who were Negro slaves? The descendants of Africans who were Negro slaves were not included, or tended to be included, under the word citizen, whether emancipated or not. Listen to me, good. That that uh, 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 those of you that listen to this show tonight, listen very carefully now. Okay? Now I'm gonna start this over again so everybody get this. Listen to me very carefully. What is being said here? In the Dred Scott case, the United States Supreme Court ruled that descendants of Africans who were Negro slaves were not included or intended to be included under the word citizen, whether emancipated or not, and remained without rights or privileges except such as those which the government was willing to grant them. So here it is, plain and simple as a matter of law. Descendants of Africans who were Negro slaves have no rights or privileges. Below is an excerpt of Justice Daniels' opinion on this case. Okay, let's look at Justice Daniels' opinion. Okay, he says here: Now, the following are truths which a knowledge of the history of the world and particularly of our own country compel us to know. What or compel us to know that the African Negro race never has been acknowledged as being to the family of nations. That is amongst them that never have been known or recognized by the inhabitants of other countries. Anything partaking of the character of nationality, civil or political policy that has race has been all by nations of Europe, regarding as subjects of capture or purchase as subjects of commerce or traffic and that the introduction of that race into every section of this country was not a member of a civil or political society, but as property in the strictest sense of the term, Scott versus Sanford, case in 1857, parentheses. Now, the Supreme Court of the United States has never overturned this ruling, so it it stands at law that negroes that negroes can never be citizens, and their introduction to the Americas was a property was was, was as property, not citizens. See, I hope a lot of people get this. I hope I hope, I hope at least most of you get get what's being said here. Okay. Remember what I'm saying—that Negro and Black are both synonymous terms. So when you say Black Power, Black Power, say it loud. I'm Black and I'm proud. I'm a be Black and I'm to stay Black till I die. I am Black. I'm. I'm no. I am 21 and Black, and I'm. I'm 21 free and Black. Remember when you say these things, okay? That you also. That you also say that I'm 21, Negro, and free. I'm Negro, and I'm proud. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Say it loud. I'm Negro, and I'm proud. You're saying basically the same damn thing. You're saying the same thing. They are both synonymous words. They are both synonymous terms to each other. You're not saying anything different. It's just like saying, I am an artist. Or somebody say, you are an artist. You are an artist. I can say it in Spanish. Eres artista. I'm saying in Spanish, you are an artist. Artist. I'm saying the same thing. Let me move along here. This is why the charge against Dred Scott was, was plaintiff in error. He brought his complaint before the court as free slave, when slaves in general had no rights or privileges. He was misrepresenting himself to the court as Scott, when his true Moorish title and identity in the Americas would have either been L or Bay, or it could have been Day. Al, or Ali. We have none of the black African scholars use this information, this finding and law to show that the people that being a Moor is not a third-party perspective, opinion. It is a very, very, very clearly documented that the Negroes are the misnomered Moors. The bigger question is, if, if Negroes are Moors, then what is a Negro? Hmm? Let me ask the question again. The bigger question is if Negroes are Moors, then what is a Negro? Okay. None of us was loath to see a book of try to learn. It says here Negro, Yathira, Arabo, Arabo, trogl- Troglodyte Nigger. So, what is that? you're a monkey. That's definitely not part of the human family. And definitely can be in any part of the family of nations. They say we get smarter than we than was if we learn anything. If you was looked like if you just looked like you wanted to read or write, ooh, you got a licking or was sold by your slave master. You have here uh, the colored label. What does the word colored mean? Colored means anything that has been painted, stained, vanished, or dyed. This is from Noble Jewali Questionnaire 101 for the Moorish American. Colored, having color, Often, capital C, designating a dark-skinned people, especially Negroes, distorted or biased, as by irrelevant or incorrect information. This comes from the American Heritage Dictionary, 1969. Color, parents, guise, semblance, or simulacrum, as distinguished from the which is, that is which is real. Color of authority. That semblance or presumption of authority, sustaining the acts of a public office officer who is derived from his apparent title or from a writ or other process in his hands, apparently valid and regular. The Black Law Dictionary, 1957. The color of law, the appearance and semblance without the substance of legal right. Black Law Dictionary, 1957 the colorable, that which has or gives color, that which is in appearance only and not in reality, that which is purports to be counterfeit, fiend, having appearance of truth, but not the truth. Black Laws Dictionary, 1957. In the early 1900s, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. I'm going to say it again. In the early 1900s, The National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP, was founded in order to attempt to prove that the Negro problem in the United States was fixable by fighting racial discrimination. The purpose of this association was to vanquish American racial oppression and global anti-black racism. (laughs) Well, okay. Marxism or Marxist philosophy is a true diagnosis of the situation in Europe in the middle of 19th century, despite some of its logical difficulties. But it must be modified in the United States of America, and especially so far as the the so-called Negro group is concerned. This is by W.B. Du Bois, okay? The matter of the various names given... In these 22 million people with all colors of every race of the globe was European psychology. Thus thus he is separated from the illustrious history of his forefathers, who were the founders of the first civilization of the world. This matter should be looked into with the hope of correcting it. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizen of this day, and it never will. Never will. Civil a more tooth, that is Moorish Latin, that they use in law, meaning civilly dead, dead in view of the law. So when you go into these courtrooms saying that you're a black, you know, uh, people of color, they don't see you. You you're telling them that you're civilly dead. What do dead people need but rights? If you want to fight for a civil rights, which is a privilege, why not fight for human rights, which is a right, which is a God-given right? Okay? Okay. Say a little more, too. Civil dead. Civilly dead in the eyes of the law. The condition of one who has lost his civil rights and capacities in this account dead in the law Black Law Dictionary 1957 the problem of the 20th century is the problem of the color line the relation of the darker to the lighter races of men in Asia and Africa and America and the islands of the seas that's W.B. Soul, The Souls of Black Folk 1903 now let me comment on this okay It says here, the problem of the 20th century in the, no, no, let me go back. It says that the who had lost his civil liberties, civil rights, and as and is accounted dead in the, in the law, which he is, which I just explained, because what do, what do dead people need but rights? You can't defend a dead person. They're dead. They don't need defending. They don't need rights. They're dead and gone. This is why a lot of people that keep calling ourselves these labels, these black, African-American people of color, calling these people these stupid-ass labels, and then wonder why they can't have get any rights. Okay. It says here, the NAACP was created by two Jewish brothers, true, Joel and Arthur Springarn. The Jews or Zionists, which they are, Zionists, movement controls so-called black policy and direction in America, in America through their liberal unions, such as the American Civil Liberties Union, the American Jewish Committees, the Race Relationship Department, under a variety of names of the y, of the W, w uh, YMCA, YWCA, the American Friends Service Committee, the Rose Wall and the Tonic the Conic Foundations, the National Council of Churches, the Ford and Rockefeller Foundations, the Roman Catholic Church, PUSH, with the, uh, which Jeff, Jesse Jackson had created, at the, uh, 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 work with designers to create, the Leadership Conference on Civil Rights, the National Urban League, the National Council of Negro Women, A. Philip Randolph Institute, the Congress Racial Equality, and the Black Americans in Support of Israel Committee. Basic. <laughs> the Zionist movement has penetrated all black organizations. The Zionist movement uses the so-called black, negro, and colored organizations to get Europeans' flack away from themselves, while quietly enhancing their economic domination of the world and their manipulation of the American presidency. W.B. Du Bois was appointed Director of Public and Research for the NAACP. Hmm. Yeah, so this is what's been going on, you know. This is why so-called black people, uh, black lives matter. That's why black lives doesn't matter, because a black doesn't have a life. It's death, How how are you going to matter if you're dead? You're dead. Therefore, you don't matter. You don't have a life. It says here in the book, White Slaves, African Masters. How many of you know that the first slaves in America were so-called white people? The very first slaves were Europeans. The very very first slaves were Irish, Welsh, Cornish, and people from Britain. A lot a lot of people. Some of the some of the people, for the most part, were kidnapped. A lot of the uh, so called white children were kidnapped from these places I just named, or I could say kidnapped kidnapped. Kid, K-I-D-N-A-B-B-E-D. Kidnabbed. That's where the word kidnap comes from. That's where the kidnap comes from, derived from. That's where they got the word kidnap from. When they're kidnabbing a lot of these European children from Ireland, Welsh, and England to serve here in the Americas. And they kept hundred by thousands of families, thousands of Irish families that were bought here in America. They were the first slaves. Think of his name right now. How many? Been, how many know that the uh, the first slave master here in America was Angolan? was an Angolan Moore, the first slave, or say say so-called black, or so-called black man. The very first slave master, believe it or not, do your research. Don't take my word for it. Do your research. A lot of them brought a lot of their slaves over here, A lot of them thought they uh, taught. A lot of our people were taught that they brought a lot of slaves over here and was unmolested. That's a lie. They had to pay our our people tribute payments, payments to come over here. And a lot of us, which have took part in the slave trade, a great deal, many of our ancestors had European slaves. Or so called white people. Not just our own, but they enslave other people as well. You can read, brother, uh, another dear friend of mine, uh, Abdullah il Khalid Mosi's Bay Book, Boers and Masonry. He documented in his book that fact. Matter of fact, the brother had done research. Got a lot of his information and research and documentation from a lot of the English of the sources in England in London, England, from the London archive section section. He's done research. He has researched this. These are actual fact information that I am bringing you here this evening and tonight. Do your research. Buy the book, Moors and Masonry. Get that book, Moors and Masonry by Abdullah El Talib Mosi Bey. Get that book. And one page it said at one time they have sold over 100, over 100, no, I'm no, no, i take this back.
0: <coughs> over 1
1: million, 1 million European slaves were sold to the boys. 1 million. sold to our ancestors. This is a fact. This is documented. This is documented evidence. Well documented and recorded in the archives of London, England. Do your research. Look it up. In the book White Slaves African Masters, an American Barbary Captivity Narratives by Paul by- it says here in one page <clears throat> it says here and often <clears throat> what is that it says here uh, four days in the year being kept in extreme labor from which some endeavoring a little risk, rest several of them were barbarously murdered they're talking about So-called white slaves now. I'm talking about, I ain't talking about us. I'm talking about these European slaves that were under our captivity. Okay? Let me, let me, let me, hold up. Let me, uh, it says, see how we had dogged them people out. A great number of our subjects peacefully following their employments at sea have been taken by the Turkish pirates of Algiers. <clears throat> Salih, Barbary, and other places of the coast of Africa now remain slaves in cruel and inhuman bondage without any days of rest. Either the Turkish are more savage.
0: <clears throat>
1: Ours except four days in a year being kept to extreme labor from which some endeavoring a little rest, several of them barbarously Murdered, neither is their diet any more tolerable than labor, great numbers being allowed no other food then decayed barley, which stinketh so that the beasts refuse to eat it. <laughs> and often they are not permitted to go from their labor to fetch water, which is their only drink, and sometimes driven about by blackamoors who are set o- over them as taskmasters, and some of them have been so severely whipped that they have been—they uh, have dropped down dead. That means that a lot of our ancestors have beat these women so bad they have they dropped down dead. They couldn't stand up, and when they failed, they died. Yes, our people done these things to other people. And the reason why I'm telling you this, the reason why I'm telling you this is because a lot of our people always want to relay or always want to play the victim game, that we are victims, that we are innocent. My people, I am telling you this evening and this night, we are not victims, and we are not innocent. That was the karmic debt when we got enslaved, that a lot of our people got enslaved, that a lot of our people had to pay, because all of our people was, never were slaves, believe it or not. During the Civil War in the South, over a 400, almost a half a million of our people were never slaves, never was. So a lot of them had slaves. A lot of them enslaved our people. That's true enough but they enslaved so-called white people too. This is what you never, or our, ch- our children, will never hear or never be taught in our history classes and schools across the country because they don't want want the public to know that. They don't want people to know, know the, uh, that at one time we had power over them. We enslaved them. We, dog, we used to dog them out. You think they're going to make a movie about that? You think they're going to make a movie about us beating their ass? Hell no to the no-no. It says here, the poor Christian captives. They use uh, Christ, uh, Christian as synonymous to European people or to white people. Okay? It says that the poor Christian captives are, that are taken by any of those hellish pirates because a lot, a lot of the pirates were moors. In the movies that have you uh, thinking that they were these so-called uh, white men that sailed the seas and Rob the boats and the ships on the high seas, and then had no organization. That's a lie. They are talking about us, the Moors. That's why in the Shriners parade, you also will find this information. Also in the book "Moors and Masonry" by Abdullah el Mosi Bey. they drive these <coughs> these uh, what you call corvettes cars in the Shriners parades. This is. The mocking of the parade, because uh, the Moors used to use small Corvette ships to catch up with the bigger ships, parade these ships, steal all their supplies and all their goods, including Europeans, and make slaves out of them. Yes. Let me let me move along here. I'll start over again, okay. The poor Christian captives are taken by uh, any of those hellish pirates belonging to the emperor of Morocco, are brought up to Marcones that kept at hard work from daylight in the morning to night carrying earth on their heads in great baskets driven to and fro with barbarous so-called Negroes by the Europe emperor's order have been or drawn, ho- or drawn home by so-called Negroes at night. Cause they always want to relate the word Negro with moors, okay? Because the way we look, because we are a dark complexioned people, we are a dark complexioned people, okay? But I already spoke to you about Negro, so we ain't gonna go into that, okay? And when they are drove home by Negroes at night to their lodging, which is on the cold ground in the vault or hollow place in the earth and laid over the great beams of water and iron bars over them. They are told and they are like sheep an hour in the morning of be warning. He cu- he quickly took to cure the so called negroes and sent out a parcel of his guard to look for them. This their food is bread made of old rotten barley. They'll drink water when they can when they can get it. Many times when when they are harried into their work in the morning not knowing whether they shall be able to undergo their afflictions till night, when they are drove home, as to expecting the rest or expecting to rest. the tyrant send some of his so-called negroes to harry them again, to work either to hell down walls and cut gates, or like keeping them both by day and night, many times without either bread or water, which is is all their sustenance when they uh, when they. Have done that. The so-called niggles they're not drive them home before he gives order, lest least they'll be killed or for the, or for their so doing. When they have his order, they drive him home. They tell them over and they tell them over and so lock lock them up until daylight in the morning. Hmm. This is what a lot of they uh the people done to these people. I mean, we doll them out, you know? It says here, let's see. The moors or moriscos are generally tall, a tall, thin, spare set of people, not much included too fat, and of a very, Dark complexion, much like the Indians of North America. You hear what I said? You hear what I said? Let me say this again. Let me say this again. Now, these are European authors now. These are European authors describing our people or describing Moors. Okay? Let me read this again. uh, 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 Listen carefully. The Moors or Moriscos are generally a tall, thin, spare set of people not much inclining to fat and of a very dark complexion much like Indians of North America. That should tell you something right there. Who the original Americans or who the so called Indians are, okay? Not these straight haired uh European looking like people. Not these Mongolians, people from Mongolia that call themselves Native Americans or call themselves Indians that you see in the cowboy Western movies in your theaters and in, in television in your history books that they that they uh they show you in school, all that is deceptive, all of that is a false paradigm. I'm giving you the Moors' aborigine paradigm, the true paradigm of what I'm giving you tonight. The Arabs or Arabians are a much darker complexion than the Moors, being darker than mulattoes. Hmm. Read this again. The Arabs or Arabians are a much darker complexion than the Moors? Being darker than mulattoes. Tell you something. Here's what another so-called white or uh, European author says about us. Okay. Okay. It said that the Moors here are perfectly black. The Moors here are perfectly black. The only personal distinction between them and the Negroes being that the Moors had long black hair and had no scars on their faces. You see how they distinguish Moors from Negroes? That's why when you read the book, the Negro has no right. Let me me read this again. Let me read this again. Come on, let me read this again. I'm going to go back. Take me back. Take me back. Hold on. Just bear with me here, okay? Bear with me, people. Bear with me here. What is that I just read to you just before? Okay About Negro Okay And the Dred Scott decision Read this over again In the Dred Scott decision The case the United States Supreme Court ruled That descendants of Africans Who were Negro slaves were not included or intended to be included under the word citizen, whether emancipated or not, remained without rights or privileges except such as those which the government was willing to grant them. Okay, Moors. Here's in his book here. Moors here are perfectly black. The only personal distinction between them and the Negroes being. That the Moors had long black hair and had no scars on their faces. It tells you right there that we never were Negroes. That Negroes is a brand name. A slave brand. Okay? There is no such people as Negro or black or such people as black. Negro or black being the same, me having the same meaning. All right. A lot of us, we get a lot of color. That's the silliest part of things. This is the misinterpretation of part of things. You have a lot of misinterpretation of who we are. Uh, all of us have been misclassified as these as these brand names I just, I just told told you, and the other uh, things that we have to deal with these the so called religions. Religion and spirituality are two different things. They're two different things. You can you can uh, you don't have to belong to a mosque or a church or a synagogue a cathedral or a temple to be spiritual. That is a false artificial false social artificial construct. Okay? Let's deal with this here. Okay. It says here in the book Christian Yoga, The Mystical Journey from Jesus to Christ by Maata Ashby. Is called Volume 1, The History and the Philosophy of Mystical, of mystical Christianity. Because this is what uh, mystical Christianity is not being taught in your churches today. A lot of these so called Christians uh, will never be taught real Christianity. There's nothing uh, wrong with true Christian science. Nothing wrong with it if you being taught true Christian science, which which is Christian science meaning knowledge to know. Okay. Christianity, Islam, Judaism all come from the same source. Okay, believe it or not. Okay, let's start here. It says here Protestants, the Church of England and the Church in Rome fight for control over the over the church and its teachings. Okay, let me read it again. The Protestants, meaning the Protesters, that's where a Protestant uh, religion comes from. The Protestant, the Church of England and the Church in the Rome in, in Rome fight for control over the church and its teachings. The Church of England is called Anglican. The Anglican Church, meaning the Church of England for those who didn't know, okay? I had to put that in there, okay? Now, here it is, the Church of England, the King James Bible and the struggle for power between the Protestants and the Pope in Rome. The Church of England or the Anglican Church is the Christian Church in England, as I just told you, okay? It dates back to the first years of the 3rd century after Common Era, A.C.E., and records, or you can say after Christian era. I like to say after common era, okay? It dates back, I'm going to read this again. It dates back to the first years of the third century after the common era and records and records referring to it can be found in the writings of the early church fathers. The early ritual and discipline of the early English church were largely introduced to the Celtic or Celtic and Gaelic missionaries and monks after the arrival of St. Augustine from Rome in 597 and 597 after Common Era. The fusion of Celtic and Roman influences occurred after the Norman Conquest in parentheses 1066 after Common Era. The continental influence in the Church of England strengthened the consciousness between the English Church and Rome. This promoted obedience to the papacy. The power of the church connected between the English church and Rome. This promoted, I read it already, I'm sorry. The power of the church extended to secular affairs. The nobles and royalty of England opposed this. Several of them tried to limit the power of Rome in England, but it was not until the reign of Henry VIII that the royalty took some power away from the Church of Rome. Okay, a lot of you listening to this, okay? The Acts of the English Parliament between 1529 after the Common Era and 1536 after the Common Era marked the beginning of the establishment of the Anglican Church as a national church independent of papal jurisdiction. Henry VIII was upset because of the Pope's refusal. refusal Refusal to annul his marriage to Catherine of Aragon, Henry VIII induced Parliament to enact a series of statutes denying the Pope any power or jurisdiction over the Church of England. Henry Henry VIII received the support of the overwhelming well, overwhelming majority of clerical and lay Englishmen. See a lot of I'm, I'm stop right here. A lot of people don't know that. See, the Protestants were the protesters because they were protesting against uh, the Catholic uh, Church of eating worms or the dieting of worms. They were the protesters. Okay. But, uh, uh, the Henry Eighth, like it said here, uh, the Rome did not want to grant him a papal divorce. Same thing with the reading of the Bible. The Pope of Rome never authorized the written of that Bible. It was exactly what they said it is—the King James Version. Pope didn't like that mess. This is what the King James Version. He never had the Church, uh, or the Church of the River, or the Pope's permission uh, to have that Bible written. Which was written by different so-called scholars. Okay. 1549, after Commoner, the first Anglican Book of Common Prayer was published, and it was it was re, re, it was required of the English clergy by an Act of un, Uniformity. The second prayer book reflected the influence of continental Protestantism more strongly. It was issued in 1552 and was followed shortly by the 42 articles of doctrinal statement similar in tone. The events outlined above led to the creation of the King James Bible. All right, here, 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 we, here we go. The King James Bible is a translation of the Bible ordered by King James I of England in 1604 after Common Era. It was completed in 1611, and it is also called the Authorized Version. The King James Version became the standard Bible in Anglican Communion. It was a standard uh, Bible in the Church of England. That's why... A lot of these people in these churches, when they hold so dear to the King James version of the Bible, is the Church of England, the Bible of the the standard Bible of the Church of England, who they abide by, and all of these churches, all over the world, those who stand who stand by the King James uh, uh, version of the Bible, which is the most read Bible in the world, believe it or not. Okay, there have been several versions of revisions of the King James text. Some of these are the revised version in the late 19th century and revised standard version of 1946. Thus, the King James Bible is a product of the Anglican vision of separation from Rome. For a short period, the Puritans and other Protestants gained control of the government and austin the monarchy of england the Puritans were an advanced group one of the first to arrive of the protestants in england in the days of the reformation the reformation that's when the moors had educated uh, started educating the europeans and bringing them out of out of darkness and into the light those of you that want to read more on that part of history you want to get the three-volume book called The uh, the, Moorish, the History of the Moorish Empire in Europe. The History of the Moorish Empire in Europe. I don't have the author's name. I have the book, but I don't have the author's name, so please forgive me for that. Let me move along here. Okay, so it says, for a short period, the Puritans' other Protestants gained control of the government outside the monarchy of England. The Puritans were an advanced group, one of the first to arrive other Protestants in England in the days of the Reformation. The division began among the religious exiles from England who sought refuge on the continent during the Roman Catholic persecutions. In general, the Puritans were inclined to follow the lead of John Knox, Dr. Richard Cox, and the Swiss reformers, who rejected the Roman Church because they could not find its authority in the Scriptures, there therefore reduced the worship in their churches to a bare simplicity. Their opposition to written prayers, religions, images and pictures in churches, instrumental music at services, etc., marked their form of worship. Some of the puritans wanted more than just pur- just purify the church services. They also wanted to change the whole government of the, of the church. The Presbyterians, one, that's another sect, another Christian sect. The Presbyterians, a lot of you are right around and you see certain churches called the Presbyterian Church. Some of you see that. Some of you see Lutheran Church. All these are branches of the Roman Catholic Church. All of them are. Even your Jehovah's Witnesses. Whether you call yourself a Baptist, whether you call yourself uh, the Church of Holy Ghost, a Church of God in Christ, they are all offspring from the Roman Catholic Church. So I want y'all to understand that and under its jurisdiction. Says here. Other, other sects called independents or separatists wanted to state, wanted, wanted the state and church to be completely separated when they also wanted each congregation to manage its own affairs, church. This sect was later called Congregationalists. More radical Reformists called Anabaptists <clears throat> believed that baptism by immersion to be reserved only for adults. They also held the assembly unconventional views as to church and state. The government of most Western countries has been so strongly influenced by the separatist tradition that this philosophy is not now seen as a virtue, yet it is developed by a black backlash from the corruption of the Catholic Church rule during the late Roman Dark and Middle Ages crusade period and afterwards leading up to the creation of protestantism in reality those government officials who would like to do illegal or immoral acts use this argument because it frees them from having to deal with issues of righteousness this philosophy philosophy has opened the door to the culture of greed and self-gratification when business concerns override the public good there is bound to be injustice and degradation in the morals of society. Since this form of thinking is in opposition to caring ethics, there is necessarily a large disparity between the rich and poor and of other manners of discrimination, which are also easily practiced, since God is the essence of creation, spirituality, of every area of society. But the leaders of religion must be enlightened, sages, and not merely philosophers or theologians. In ancient Egypt, or miswriting, he coped whatever you want to call it, this teaching was understood well. The pharaoh was not merely a political leader, but the head of the church, the religious leaders who were lawyers. Architects, business people, etc., ran the government, In this manner they applied the strict rules of righteousness, precepts of maat, in every, I mean, in, in every area of society. Those who know what what a maat means, it means truth shall be. That is in the, the Kemetic philosophies, okay, Kemetic, Kemetic teachings. Are the teachings of Hekupta, whatever you prefer to call it. This is what allowed this this is what allowed them to carry on a civilization which flourished for over five thousand years. By contrast, the modern civilization of the Western world cannot be considered civilized because they have not reached a level of peace, stability, and government based on righteousness and ethics. People consider the capitalist economy system and the democratic or parliamentary government system as signs of civilization, but these, as practiced in modern Western countries, produce economic imbalances and situations where some people get rich by taking advantage of others. Then they use their economic power to control public information, ideas, and opinion. This is not freedom, and it is not democracy, which there's no such thing as democracy. No way, because uh, stop right here. Where do you see democracy anywhere in the Constitution? You don't. And if you really want to know what democracy means, it means rule, or uh, means majority rule. To give you an example of, of a democracy, to give you an example of a true democracy, uh say like if I was the sheriff of a town and this man has stole something from someone and the whole town was after this man to hang him and I said wait a minute you cannot hang this man okay because I'm the sheriff I am the republic I represent the republic form of government I represent the republic I am the sheriff I am the law I don't deal anything legal. I deal with something that is lawful. Lawful and legal are two different things. Okay. Now, if I try to stop these people, of course, about uh, say about fifty people, people in number, of course they will overpower me. They will overpower me, and they wind up, wind up hanging that man. That man, man got lynched but you still will have a democracy. Majority ruled over me. They overpowered me. They had the power to do it, but not the right to do that what they done. Now, now you see the difference between a republic form of government and a dem- democratic form of government Oh uh, government called democracy. Okay, let me move along here. I want you to get the understanding of that. Okay. Okay, let's see what did I leave off that. Then they use all their economic. okay, I uh I I already said that. Thus it is against Christianity, thus call our oligarchy or government by a few especially by small factions or persons of families. In the Bible, in Psalms 82, three, defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice and afflict and needy. Okay, Hebrew judges. Four, deliver the poor and needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. In the Bible book of Psalms, it says that the strong and powerful should defend the weak and abuse. Jesus himself, ministered and healed the spiritual the spiritually and physically infirm. However, modern civilization has been constructed by subjugating poor people and exploiting them through slavery or creating economic conditions so that they can't so that they remain in debt with no hope for improvement. This is unchristian and must be remedied. It can only be remedied when Christians Rise up to the true heritage of Christ, consciousness, wherein one sees others in need as oneself, and one does not rest until everyone is healed. Fed, educated, loved, provided for with every opportunity to enjoy and discover the meaning of life. In this area, Mother Teresa led an exemplary, exemplary life. Anything less than this lofty but unattainable goal is unchristian, it is worldly selfishness and sinful exploitation of others. Now, let me explain about Christ consciousness. Do you know that all of you can be, uh, attain the level of Christ consciousness? That's what I'm constantly struck on to be and when i speak of christ consciousness i'm not talking about the church i'm not talking about going to church i'm not talking about being a being a christian in that sense being a christian is not being is not what you call a lot of these people in your churches those are not christians they have never as a uh, One brother told me they had never actually been to church. If you really understand the Christian science in this organic sense, in this organic form, this is what they're teaching in your churches is not Christianity. The people have never... And 90% of these churches all over the world, especially in this country, has never been taught Christianity. Never. They don't know Christianity. They don't know what it's like to be a true Christian. To obtain the Christ consciousness. How many of them know that, that Christ is a title? And not a person. There was never a man called Jesus Christ. He did not exist. They are talking about the metaphorical that is allegorical, they are not talking about real people. But everyone can have or uh, can obtain the degree of Christ consciousness. Turn several levels of higher conscious of the higher self. That's dealing with the higher self of you of yourself. Or you can deal with the lower self of yourself, which is Satan. Those of you who have read and studied the circle. Uh, 7 Koran know what I'm talking about I always struggle and stay, stay the big, at the level of quiet consciousness every day 24-7 I'm going to read this over again okay I'm going to read this over again this is unchristian and must be remedied it can only be remedied when Christians rise up to the true heritage of Christ consciousness. Wherein one sees others in need as oneself, and one does not rest until everyone is healed, fed, educated, loved, provided for, with every opportunity to enjoy the discovery of the meaning of life. In this area, Mother Teresa led an exemplary fact. Anything less than this lofty but attainable goal is unchristian. It is worldly selfishness and sinful exploitation of others. It was a group of separatists who migrated first to Holland in 1608 after the Common Era and then also to America in 1620. They founded Plymouth Colony, Plymouth, Massachusetts, what it is today. Thus, it is clear to see from where the ideas of separation of church and state in the politics of the United States of America as well as the separation of Christians in America from the Church of Rome. Calm. Since America was strongly influenced by these groups, the development Christian churches have carried on these philosophies ever since. It is therefore important to realize while the Anglican Church tradition contains many of the same scriptures as does, it, the, church, as does the Church in Rome, they did away with, with those elements which led To the mystical or spiritual discovery, and concentrate on those doctrines that promote political freedom of expression. This is a doctrine that was native to England and Europe due to the political upheavals which they were experiencing at the time in the struggle for power between the Church of Rome and the royalty of Europe. These issues were not inherent in Africa or elsewhere in the Anglican Church, did not share the positive gains in the struggle against domination, and exploitation with all peoples. Otherwise, they would not have condoned the slave trade and the stealing of America from the indigenous Aborigine American people. As a group of the Christian churches that developed out of England was responsible for condoning slavery and murder. The church in Rome is also guilty because it did not do enough to denounce and stop the injustices. The foundation of the independent Protestant Church in the United States dates from the time of the American Revolution, when members of the Anglo Church, or I can say the so called American Revolution, when members of the Anglican Church in the former colonies could no longer give their allegiance to the modern churches overseas. There followed the establishment of a number of churches centering upon the Church of England that became known as the Anglican Communion. In addition to the churches of England, Ireland, Wales, an Episcopal church in Scotland. Separate and independent Anglican churches exist in Canada, the United States, Australia, New Zealand, Western Africa, Central Africa, the Republic of South Africa, India, China, Japan, and West Indies. These churches and their numerous missions are located in nearly every area of the world, many of them among among peoples of diverse origin who have become naturalized To the Anglo-Saxon culture, thus the influence of Anglo-Saxon culture has been has been felt around the world. And with all its confusion over church doctrine, the rivalry between different sects, the Church of Rome, and the political bias of the separatists and other Protestants, the Church of England differs from the Roman Catholic Church mainly that it denies the claims of the papacy to jurisdiction over the church and the infallibility as Promulga- uh, promulgator of, of Christian doctrine, uh, doctrinal and moral truth, and rejecting the distinctive Roman doctrines and discipline. Also, unlike Catholic, Church, like the cat, uh, also unlike the Roman Catholic Church, the Church of England allows women to become priests. In, seven, in 1975, the Joint the Synod of the Anglican Church found the, coordination, the ordination of women to be theologically unadjectable Although it was almost twenty years later before the first women were ordained in nineteen ninety four see this is the thing that the uh, thing that is wrong with the western or uh, you say with the world today and what the world what everybody needs to know that this country was not founded on Christianity it is not a christian founded country. This country was here millions or or probably billions of years ago before Christianity was even thought of. This is what I'm telling my people. This is what he said. This is what Arthur Ashby is saying in his book. But what I'm telling you in my book, uh, we were here long before there was a King James. Before there was a Catholic church, before there was an Anglican, Anglican church they did not exist when our people were running empires were emperors of their own empire here, in, here and the Moroccan empire here in the west this is the Moroccan empire over in Africa, the Moroccan kingdom, which not, did not really came into existence until 1956. So how did they sign a treaty with the United States in the 1700s? Huh? Think on that. This good, but I'm reading this to you to give you the understanding of what's been going on. Okay, let me read some more of this here. This here, the Church of England differs from the Eastern Orthodox Church to a lesser degree. The Anglican Church and its sister churches of the Anglican Communion differ from the most Protestant Protestant churches in requiring episcopal ordination. For all their clergy, they also differ in the structure and the tone of their liturgical liturgical services, which are translations and revised revisions of the Reformation services of the church and other differences can be found in spiritual orientation in which a Catholic sacramental heritage is combined with the biblical and and evangelical emphasis that came through the Reformation. So if a person is looking for the original teachings of Christianity, I'm saying say it again, read this again. So if a person is looking for the original teachings of Christianity, there is such, there is such complicated history and dogma to, to sift through if they are searching through the church system and the various denominations. It is necessary to know the various political and social impetuses which push people to promote certain doctrines over others. For these reasons, in the end, the church may not be the best source for those who want to go beyond the divisions caused by arguments over authority and jurisdiction. This problem has caused many to search elsewhere for answers. This, of course, is the path of those who are truly serious about discovering the important spiritual truths of life. The Christian Church of Rome is an ex- exponent of Western European culture, while the Church of England in its development in the form of the various churches in the Americas are exponents of Anglo Saxon culture. So as we have so so uh, as we have seen and tracing the roots of Western religion, Africa must be seen as not only the cradle of civilization, but also the mother of the Christian church. In addition, any true reformation of the church must first include a repudiation of social injustice and must include the higher idea of a mystical goal rather than simply following some scriptures as the main practice and concern of the religion. How can the church promote peace on earth and goodwill to all when these virtues are lacking within the church itself? Good, 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 good question. Hmm. Here you go. Racism in the church, in the Christian church, and the heroism of the Quaker movement. Now, racism, as I said before, Racism is what you call another false artificial construct. There's no such thing really called racism. It's misrepresentation it's birthright theft, but this is why you have so-called quote unquote racism in the church okay let's 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 let uh, it let's go on to this. The subject of so-called racism in the Christian church has been touched on throughout this text. However, this brief section will be devoted to acknowledging the movement between Christianity against racial injustice. Also, also the point should be made here that not all Europeans believe in or supported the African slave trade or the mistreatment of indigenous aboriginal American people. Some fought hard and even died for the cause of freedom and universal fellowship among all peoples. They upheld the highest principle of humanity and civilization, the golden rule, a saying of Jesus. Therefore, all things, what's, what you would do, what ye, would that man should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets, the Bible, Matthew 7:12. also similarly stated that Luke, 631, these were the true Christians. Okay? I'm going to stop right here. You know, I'm going to go on, move along to something else here. I want to get you the understanding more about the church and these so-called Christians that call themselves Christians about their Christianity, you know, which is a false concept. concept that, that that way is being taught. Okay. Okay. Now a lot of you got a lot of our people dealing not only with the church and all these other religions, uh, certain part of Islam as well. That's why we deal as uh, as we in the more Divine National Movement we deal with Islamism. Not what they call so-called Orthodox Islam. Hebrew is like is not a nationality. The nation of Islam is not a nationality. There's no such thing as a na- nation called Islam. There is no such nation. There is not to step on any one toes. Uh, I have much love well, my sisters and brothers in the Nation of Islam, and the Minister Louis Farrakhan, uh, I used to be uh, active with the Nation of Islam at one time. Uh, my name was Brother Robert Six X. I was the sixth Robert in the Saint Louis, Missouri territory to receive his X. I was a, I was to be an F O I in the Fruit of Islam. So I still have much love for my sisters and brothers in the nation of Islam. Uh, I'm not stepping on their toes or anything like that. But there's no such thing as a black Asiatic people. There are only such things as Asiatic people, not black Asiatic people. There's no such people as black people. A black woman, a black man. These such women and men do not exist in any part of our human family. The nation of Islam, that is not a nationality, I repeat. Islam is a religious creed. It is a religious creed, not a nationality. There is no such thing as an Islamic language. Because there are no such thing as Islamic people. No such nationality. No such country or nation called Hebrew Israelite. No such country exists. You have a Hebrew language, you have that. But there's no such thing as a Hebrew country or a Hebrew Israelite country. Therefore, no such nationality. We have a lot of our people uh, dealing with a lot of many difference of uh, ideologies, pan-Africanism, you know, there's no such country called Africa. No such country there is such a continent, you know. There's no such country called America, but there is such a there is such a continent. A lot of you calling yourselves African Americans, Afro Americans, black Americans. When there are no such countries exist. There is no such language as a black American language. No such language, flag, or constitution. No such language as, as an African American language. No such country. No such country as an Afro-American language. No such country. No such language as people of color language. There are no such people. There is no such language they do not exist in any part of the human family. A lot of people deal with uh, things under dealing with uh, the... Uh, Illuminati Illuminati Okay The Illuminati, huh? Okay Let's go to the Illuminati and Illumination of the Mind By Abdullah El Mosi Mosebay My good friend here Okay It says here, Illuminati, European secret society, or ancient mind science. Is Illuminati an intellectual, cultural, and philosophical construct of a European secret society? Does Illuminati refer to the ancient mind, cultures, philosophy, and concept of knowing practiced by the Aborigine peoples of the ancient world? What comes to mind when you hear the word Illuminati? The words or phrases like secret society, tannic rituals, evil, mind control, and global uh, denomination comes to mind. Or domination, I should say. Excuse me. I bet you and many other friends or family members that you know never connected higher brain function and mind development to the word Illuminati. In the brain, you have the pineal gland. Do you think the Illuminati originated as a European secret society? Do you think that the pyramid displayed with the all-seeing eye is the symbol of the Illuminati? Really? Seriously? Go into this. Let's do more research into this, okay? All right. Let's take a dive in this. The graphic design of the pyramid displayed with the all-seeing eye at the pinnacle at the ancient archaic symbol for the Illuminati of the ancient Asiatic African dynasties of the world. First, let us remove any thoughts or possible misconceptions as to the prime motive of this treatise. It is a known fact that the Europeans of the most corrupt and anti-humane order have adopted and misrepresented the the ancient Asiatic African high priest title Illuminati. And not unlike other banal social engineering strategies, the Europeans designed their misdeeds to cause the awakening moors to disavow their own original attributes, titles, and philosophies and their culture in general. The Europeans appearance connotes guilt, filth, genocide, child sacrifices, counterfeit, fourteenth Amendment human trafficking, and numerous of other foul activities committed against the natural peoples of the earth against the earth itself. Nevertheless, the bishopric deputy knights of the Inquisition have successfully cribbed the noble title Illuminati and have sold the natural people's view and perceptions of and about their own ancient Illuminati. Thus we have identified the old world strategy and tricks used by the Inquisitionists whereby they have caused and are causing the targeted people viewed as subjects to throw their baby out of the bathwater. As the phrase might apply to ancient philosophies and culture, consider the symbol of the raised cobra as not only representing sovereignty, but also as a noble sign of one who has achieved descended mental and physical activation of the pineal gland or throne. The Illuminati did not originate during the 1700s with the Europeans and is not a European secret society. Okay, I'll put, okay. those of you that are always talking about Jay-Z and all these other rappers, been in, uh, <clears throat> a members of the Illuminati, uh, sisters and brothers, wash that out of your minds right now. Get that out of your thick skulls right now. Get this nonsense BS out of your minds. They are not Illuminati, sisters and brothers. Never have been, no, they are now, and uh, never will be. But they can be. They can be if they climb out of this nonsense that they're in, into. If a lot of our people climb out of this nonsense that they're into, uh, they can be Illuminati. J.Z., they very well know he's the true Illuminati. And not this BS what they're trying to sell you. Okay, I'm gonna read this again. The Illuminati did not originate during the 1700s with the Europeans, and, and it's not a European secret society. Now, and it is not. But a lot of these rappers, a lot of our people, are the true Illuminati. On. That Illuminati, not this other Illuminati BS that they always talk about, you know, secret societies and trying to control the world and uh, to control the world's economy and, and you know, uh, start wars and world wars and, and destruction and degradation among other people all across the planet. I'm not talking about that, that we are that but the original Illuminati concept comes by our, our own ancestors let me read on here so you can get a better understanding of what I'm talking about okay however the ancient attribute of, of Illuminati was adopted in 1770 by a German European known by the name of Mayor Amscher Bauer also known as Mayor Amscher Rothschild he was born in February 23 of 1744 uh, and died the the nineteenth day of September of the year eighteen twelve. Bauer was a German banker and was the founder of the Rothschild family banking dynasty. And the wealth manifested through their machinations earned uh, earned the family banking dynasty and the wealth manifested through their uh, machinations. I'm sorry, earned the Rothschild family the they assumed destination as being the wealthiest family in the world history. Without doubt, this financial status placed the Rothschild family and their descendants in a most powerful and influential position in an international, on an international scale. Mayor Amshel developed plans for global domination through a network of central banks, which have been and are currently controlled by descendants of his family and by other silent partners. The ancient word Illuminati has also been deceptively applied to this contemporary private for-profit network of central banks. As a result of the ancient and, and archaic word Illuminati is with distortion and misrepresentation associated with the, with the uh, secret European network of international bankers who by less than honorable securities, deceptive and colorful instruments, private commercial paper, by other nefarious means and methods, control the world. In, a, in another instance of cultural mis- adaptation and deception, on May first, 1776, an European known as Adam Weishaupt founded a secret society that he called the Barbarian Illuminati. With this act, many people who lack knowledge of ancient world history have been or are duped into thinking that Europeans are the original Illuminati. Know that some Europeans are falsely claiming to be the enlightened ones. This is, this is not stated to dismiss the fact that Europeans have studied, exercised, and adopted ancient Asiatic African Gnostic philosophies and cultures. This treatise will demonstrate and expose that, as the Europeans have done with many words, they have suppressed the ancient cultural, philosophical, and mind science context of the Illuminati. As a result of the Europeans claiming the title Illuminati, the rappers think that the Illuminati is a European secret society that controls the music industry. Those Asiatic African, Moroccan rappers, and other descendants of the ancient ones who are by nom de guerre and branding classified as black in the United States Census Bureau are, in fact, the Illuminati, the Enlightened Ones. Though oppressed, miseducated, misguided by European occupiers, they are by birthright and by the genuine fact That the direct descendants of the enlightened ones, although many of the descendants of the ancient ones are unconscious and unaware of their true history, culture, and heritage, divine nature holds that their DNA and cellular memory store the ancient gnosis or, or parentheses knowledge of mind, science, of soul, of astronomy, geometry, of physics, of chemistry, of biology, of music anatomy, etc. At this point, let us remind ourselves of the importance of and the organic function of melanin, which is primal to our existence and rooted in the philosophies of our four mothers and four fathers. Melanin is the key to the highest state of consciousness. Today, the general public is deceptively and carries to be afraid of the pyramid with the all-seeing eye, and think it represents the devil, evil, global domination, and mind control. This work will demystify the word Illuminati and the pyramid with the all-seeing eye, and will provide the general public with the ancient culture and philosophical context. The general populace has been falsely misled into thinking that the Illuminati is some evil society secret that reformed, Rituals that sacrifice the lives of entertainers and others who try to step out of their control as a result of this mis- misrepresentation of the Illuminati and the all-seeing eye, the ancient knowledge of how sound and control breathing can stimulate the DNA cellular memory and the melanin is lost to the general populace. This is so true. Okay? Our people, me, you, all of the Asiatic people, African Moorish people, we are the true Illuminati, okay, crazy mess that people are always talking about, the the rappers are always talking about, I want you to get that into your minds right now, okay, and stop being deceived by a lot of this craziness, okay as see a multi-culture a european colonial divide and conquer paradigm, the European political agenda of world conquest. The unsuspecting general public has been socially groomed by social engineers into the distorted European colonial paradigm of multiculturalism. This this divisive strategy has worked because the astronomical, geometrical, and cultural origin of religion, holidays and calendars, ceremonies, rituals, dances, art, architectural, and symbols has not been taught to the public. This foundational knowledge of civilization has been preserved by the world's elite, high-ranking masons and eastern stars, as well as the high-ranking members of religious orders. As a result of this cultural burial, the people throughout the world are misguided into, this, into the schematic thinking of cultural diversity and multi, multiculturalism. When people talk cultural differences, the conversations are limited to the perceived distinctions in foods, clothing, languages, music, dances, art, architecture, religion, holidays, and ceremonies. For example, when people talk about the various dances throughout the world, they really discuss their connection to agriculture. The dances are fertility dances, honoring the planting and harvest seasons. Even though the dances are different, they all have a common origin. The general public has been indoctrinated into accepting the father's a false paradigm of multiculturalism. Therefore many view the different movements of the various dances as constituting different cultures, OK? And those who have questions about the, the show tonight, uh, you can call this phone number at 910-364-9099. I repeat, 910-364-9099. Or you can call this number at 314-364. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. You can call this number at 314-644-4425. Again, you can call this number at 314-644-4425. Okay? They're telling me it's time to get off the... I'm going to keep on going with this, okay? All right. Any you, oh, oh, yeah, you want to get this book called The Illuminati and the Illumination of the Mind by Abdullah Al talib Mosey Bey. Yeah, you, you know, you must get this bus it's the must book, and also uh the first world order by my other good very good friend and brother uh alainine lutherpak Elbe, Bay the first world order book get that book it will answer a lot of your questions to what I've been talking to you tonight it's a must it's a must for every every asiatic sisters and brothers not only around <coughs> around or all over America but all over the world okay alright I'm going to keep on reading here what is etymology etymology is derived from the Greek root word etin meaning history, origin true and real and log meaning study, science and word and, and theory it is indispensable, and it is used as a foundation for, the field, for other fields of study. Webster's New International Dictionary of the English Language, 1921 edition, defines etymology as the origin and historical development of a linguistic form shown by a term, its basic elements, areas known use, changes in its form and meaning, tracing its transmission from one language to another identifying its cognates in other languages, reconstructing its ancestral form where possible, explaining the changes of words have undergone the variation of form and spelling, from its first appearance in language to the present time, all its different meanings and shades of meaning. The etymology of a word is placed in brackets. That's what you should look for when you're reading certain books. Okay. Said the, the etymology of Illuminati. Illuminati plural of, of Latin, alum, Illuminatus. and or Illuminatus. Illuminatus singular, Illuminati plural. Root word, lum means shine. For, for, from the verb illuminare, from in, upon, plus lumen, lumen, light. The prefix of ill is a form of the f- prefix in. Throw light on, brighten, shine on, G- give insight unto. Latin illuminatum, supreme of illumino, lighten, light up, show off, form, equals luma, lumino, light up, from lumen, light, cognate with Old English, Lyman to glow, shine, light, equals insight, lumen equals luciman, lucid, to shine. Etymology of Lucifer and its connection to Illuminati. Illuminati is synonymous with Lucifer. Luke, L U C, is the root word in the word Lucifer and a variant form of LUM and the word Illuminati. Luce, L U C, light. Positive F E R, Lucifer, bearer, light bearer. Luciferian, one who bears the light. That's what Luciferian means. When people speak to you, a lot of these conspiratorial or conspiracy conspiracy theorists, a lot of the people in your uh in in these churches when they talk about the luciferian doctrine, that's what it means Luciferian one the doctrine of that bears the light with truth, understanding, reasoning that deals with light. so what's wrong with that? Nothing at all. But this is what they're trying to confuse you with, to get you crazy. Put fear into your heart, into your minds. I say it again, the Luciferian, one who bears the the light. Any one of us can be Luciferians, okay? The Luciferian doctrine, the teaching of one who bears the light. Okay, let me move along here. Because the etymology of Deus and its connection to Illuminati and the scene. Deus is the Latin form of the ancient Egyptian name for the sun, i.e., the following are varying forms of the Egyptian i.e., are Eos, Eos, Zeus, Zeus, Deus, Eos, Eresos, Jesus. The sun is a symbol for illumination and enlightenment. Ra is also the Egyptian name for the son, Amen, Amun, Amun, Ra. Gnostic, Gnosis, means knowledge. No, G-N-O, means in Greek, noble, Latin, known, modern English. How many of you know that when, uh, when the word nigger means noble? <clears throat> How many of our people know that? nigger means of noble birth. So when somebody called me a nigger, I said, okay, thank you. Oh, I thought that would be an insult. No, that's not an insult. You just called me a noble. You just called me a person of noble birth, person of nobility. But for the years, through through centuries, the word has, has been known as to be an insult. That's a derogatory term to our Asiatic Moorish people, to indigenous Aboriginal people. It's been known to be a derogatory term. But I'm here to tell you, my beloved sisters and brothers, it is not. Okay, let me move along here. Because it may cut me off at any minute. Okay. The English word, okay, I'm sorry here. The etymology of witch and wizard and their connection to Illuminati and the inner scene. The English words witch and wizard are derived from the Latin videre, which means to see. The Indo European root for witch, witch and wizard is weed and means see. Words like vision, envision, visible, invisible, television are cognizant or various forms of the Latin videre. Wisdom, wit, witness, witch, wizard, or English derived from the uh, uh, Latin word vision. When they say, oh, that person's got a lot of wit, oh, man, he's got a lot of wit, that means he has a lot of wisdom, okay, he has a lot of wit, wisdom, witch and wizard, which actually means wise woman, a wise woman, witch, wizard, vision, Latin, wisdom, English, Imperial Wizard or Grand Wizard. This is the national leader and highest-ranking member of the Ku Klux Klan. The Imperial Wizard is the visionary for the organization. The name Holy See used by the Vatican in its connection to the Illuminati of the mind. The word Holy is derived from the Greek word Helios, which means sun. The sun is a symbol of the illumination of the mind or enlightenment. The word See, like you say, the Holy See. The word sea is in reference to the activation of the pineal gland, the third eye. I'm going to say it again. When you you hear the Catholic people in the Catholic Church church talking about the holy sea, the holy sea is in reference to the activation of the pineal gland, the third eye. Okay? The word hell is derived from the Greek word helios. Hell. H-E-L-L. Because it's supposed to be very, very, very hot in hell. Okay? Okay, the sun is very, very, very hot. Okay, let's move along here. The word God and Jew, their connection to the third eye chakra and the inner seeing, the ancient culture and the ancestral sense. The words God and Jew are connected to the power of thought, seeing of all on all levels of intuition, psychic ability, clairvoyance, and imagination. The word God is derived from the Sanskrit. Kuda, which means invoke the ancient word title jew has been falsely claimed by Jews or uh, let me rephrase that <clears throat> The ancient Egyptian title jew has been falsely claimed by Europeans Today the general public has been by fallacious misrepresentation deceived and indoctrinated into accepting, all believing that Jew is a reference to a European ethnic or racial group. Jehudi, Jehudi, Dao, Daoti is the Egyptian title, and that is the title uh, to the power of thought and intuition. That's where the word Jew comes from, okay? The Greek names of the are are thought, 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 and Hermes dressed mosquitoes. The Romans used mercury to represent Jehudi. Okay, This is what a lot of our people must be made to be aware of. To be aware of. When you're dealing with religion, when you're dealing with the what this foolishness called the Illuminati, when you're dealing with the church, Christianity, that's why I brought all these I'm dropping all these sciences to you all so you'll get a more of a better understanding of who you are. It is no Uh, More, um, it is not a, um, what I can say, a biased statement toward the church. You know, if not not anybody, you know, I love my uh, uh, sisters and brothers in the church. They are my people. But in order to be saved, in order to be really saved, you have to reclaim and proclaim. Who you are, you have to reclaim your nationality and birthright principles. that is the order of the day. You have to find out what tribe or nation you belong to. You hear a lot of people saying they don't deal with tribes they don't, that 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 uh, that <clears throat> deals with separation of our people. No, it doesn't. Because if you really know who you are, why do you have to be separated? Surely, they have tribal wars in Africa. Sure they do. But that don't mean in America, on the American continent, we have to be like that. You just cannot say, you just cannot discount our our tribal ancestors. That would be to, 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 to die that I am Washita a Choctaw of the Choctaw nation. That would be, I would be dishonoring my Choctaw and Washita ancestors. I would be dishonoring them, which I am not going to do. That I won't do, regardless of who said what. I don't know who it is. I'm not going to mention no names. To those who are listening to me tonight, you know who I'm talking about. Speaking against the people who claim tribal affiliations, well, if I am a Washita man, that's who I am. That I cannot deny. I have blood ties them i have a picture of my great great grandmother or my great or my great grandmother here on my wall right now her name is e star e a s t hyphen s t r s s t a r e star DOS d o s s she was a Choctaw woman. That is Washita. Choctaw and Washita are both interchangeable, are one and the same. That's why you hear me say Choctaw, Washita, Washita, Choctaw. Okay? Picture hanging on my wall right now. I cannot dishonor her like that. I'm not going to dishonor her memory like that. Okay, and a lot of you shouldn't do it neither. If you are uh, have ancestry or blood ancestry connections to the Yamasee or Yamasee tribal nation, then you must seek it out. You must claim that you are an Yamasee. You must claim. That you are Cherokee or Akitiwa, which is the actual name of Cherokee, Akitiwa. You must claim that you are Ben You must claim that you are Muskogee, Kickapoo, Crow, Gulagichi. Okay? Oh, so, so many, so many, so many, so many of them. Uh, I won't have time to name them all tonight. Okay? But let me move along here. Okay. Okay. Okay, so it says the etymology of the words God and Jew and their connection to melanin, higher intuition, psychic ability, clairvoyance, the teleph- 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 uh, telepathy. The words God and Jew simply refer to a state of knowing and high-brain function and relate to the pineal gland being a transmitter. Scott Maury, in his article, History, Kundalini, and the All-Seeing Eye, states, research is now coming to light that the pineal gland contains within its structure a zirconium diamond, similar to that used in a radio that can literally function as a transmitter device. In fact, it is now being widely reported that the cell phone industry is actively researching this very effect and many being attempted to harness its potential in future cell phone technology. It is possible that the cell phones are or will be linking into the zirconium, zirconium diamond in the human brain when activated to create some sort of a super wireless transmitter? Question mark. Hmm. Lawrence Gardner writes, High melatonin, melatonin production thereby increases the faculty of receiving and transmitting high-frequency cosmic and local broadcasts and leads to a greater stature of cosmic awareness of state simply of knowing in this regard, it is interesting to note that the pineal third, uh, third eye has been found to contain very fine granular particles, rather than like the crystals in a wireless receiving, receiving set. Many magical rites and meditation techniques are aimed at gaining control of this organ and fluid it produces, uh, and, and the fluid it produces. The live melatonin supplements brought over the counter are ineffective because they inherited secretions or obtained from the desiccated glands of dead animals, and they lack the truly important elements which, they, which only existed in live human glandular manufacture. Manufacture, Okay. The words God and Jew refer to the activation of the high brain functions. The word God actually refers to the invocation of higher thinking. Today, due to European colonial linguistic corruption, the public who is under mind control have a distorted view that the word God relates to a mythical being outside of themselves, rather than connecting with the words of God and shoot to the state of knowing. The melanin content in the inner ear is also an important factor leading to a higher state of knowing. Increased melanin stimulates hearing frequencies, thereby strengthening your innate and ability to invoke thought. Hmm. See here, the word "God" refers to invoking of mental power and thoughts. This is not, this is really understanding your spirituality, and this is what we should be doing. You know. Let me move along here. The etymology of Christ and its connection to Illuminati and Illumination of the Mind. Christ is derived from the second word Krishna and means sun. The sun is used as a symbol for Illuminati, Illumination of the Mind and Enlightenment. In philosophy, the Christ consciousness refers to the activation of the pineal gland. I did not just read you about the Christ Consciousness in, uh my Arthur Ashby's book. Yes, I did. That is that's a degree of higher consciousness. Okay? Okay, I'm going to read this again. In philosophy, the Christ Consciousness refers to the activation of the pineal gland, the third eye. Therefore, a Christian is an ancient Hindustani title that refers to one who is illuminated. Did you hear that? That's why I uh, also call myself a Christian. Lobby oh, he's dealing with a lot of that spookism stuff in the church. No, I'm not. I'm dealing with the true science, inner science occult science, esoteric Christianity. Okay, not that bullshit they be teaching the people in their churches. Let me move along here because we don't have much time. They'll cut me off at any time. I'm trying to get as much in as I can. Okay, it says here. I'm gonna repeat this. The third eye, therefore, a Christian is an ancient Hindustani. The title that refers to one who was illuminated, enlightened. Okay? Christ has risen, the oil of Christ rising to the brain, the physiological regeneration of the uh, and mental ascension, the oil at the base of the spine, the blood of Christ, the illuminating substance of the body, the healing power within the body, the concept of Christ rising or Christ resurrecting is one, the oil or ointment contained in the spinal cord flows back to the brain according to Dr. George D. W. Carey in the Antichrist. This oil is created in the grave matter of the brain and flowed down the spine to become sexual fluid. The word anoint is derived from the Latin in gear, which means smear with oil. The anointment occurs when the oil contained in the spinal cord flows back to the brain. The Masonic apron covers the lower three chakras, the area where the oil is contained in the spinal cord. If the Entered Apprentice, fellow craftsman, or Master Mason is taught true masonry, then he or she would know the ancient culture, science, and philosophy of raising the cooling energy, activating divine power within to cause the oil contained in the spinal cord to rise or flow back to the brain. This, my siblings and brothers, of the Masonic Order of the Eastern Stars, of your Masonic lodges and the Prince Hall lodges, and the, and the four-letter uh, Masons as, as well. You know what I'm talking about when I mean four-letter Masons. Those who are Masons that are listening to this program tonight. This, what I just, what he just said in his book, is true Masonry. This is true Masonry. Okay. I'm gonna say this again. <coughs> I'm going to repeat this again. Excuse me. The Masonic apron covers the lower three chakras, the area where the oil is contained in the spinal cord. If the entered apprentice, fellow craftsman, or master mason is taught true masonry, is taught true masonry, then he or she would know the ancient culture, science, and philosophy of raising the kundalini energy, activating the divine power within to cause the oil to contain the spinal cord to rise or flow back to the brain. The state. Stig- thanks to that statement, as a man thinking in his heart, so is he. This is the King James A Bible proverb. Twenty three seven. <coughs> the cerebellum is referred to as the heart in Greek. It is also shaped like a heart. The cerebellum means little brain in Latin. It is the smaller region in the lower part of the brain, which plays a key role in motor control. This misuse of the word Illuminati in hip-hop, an interview with Sabir Bay, the Sabir Bay Show, and Sabir Bay Radio. Illuminati, European Secret Society, or Mental Development. Europeans have distorted the word Illuminati to disassociate the Asiatic African people of the world from their ancient mind, science, philosophy, and culture. Today, the word Illuminati is used to refer to a European secret society. The barbarian Illuminati is a European secret society founded on May 1st, 1776. That's where when you hear something go wrong with a plane or a ship, they always say, Mayday, 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 Mayday. Because the first of May means May Day, which is also the birth of socialism. Okay? Let me move along here. Today, the rappers, singers, actors, and actresses who are classified as black, negro, and colored in the United States Census Bureau think the Illuminati refers to the European Secret Society that controls the entertainment industry. It says here, Abdullah Bay. Why did you suggest that I write this article, Sabir Bay, to attract the youth's attention on what is really going on with this Moorish movement? Right now, the young people are caught up with a misunderstanding of Illuminati. Abdullah Bay, what impact do you project this article uh, will have on rappers? Sabir Bay, I do not think that the mainstream rappers will push the ancient cultural and philosophical meaning of Illuminati. Most likely, it will come from the underground rappers. If the mainstream rappers did push the ancient cultural reference to Illuminati, I think they would have tremendous positive impact among the youth. Abdullah Bey, how do rappers generally view the word Illuminati? Sibir Bey, they view it as being something evil because of ignorance. They view it as a, a, they view it as a secret society. Yeah, and this is what's going on. This is what's actually going on, my people. This is what's been going on with our people and with our youth. They're driving our youth crazy. That's why a lot of these murders and, and all kind of unheard of crimes are being committed against each other. Lack of knowing who we are, from lack of knowledge, our people are dying from a lack of lack of knowledge of self every day, twenty-four-seven, as I speak, carrying out their own planned destruction that has been planned by the European elite to destroy our people. They're carrying out this this plan countless of murders among our people in different neighborhoods across the nation are being waged right now as I speak. That will make the so-called policyholders, what they call the police, shootings of our people look like Boy Scouts in comparison. The shootings of our people by our police it's nothing compared to what we are doing to our own selves, to our own people. And still, we haven't got the message yet. Okay, <clears throat> I'm going go here. It says there the elephant, a symbol of cellular memory. The elephant temporal lobes associated to memory are more developed than in humans. Elephant lobes are, also have more folding so they, they can st- store more information. The goa, gaja, or elephant cave is a tourist site that is located in the village of Bedaloo District. Uh, of the Ganya Regency, about uh, 27 kilometers from deathosaur. The pineal gland, this is, this is in India, okay? The pineal gland is a pinnacle-shaped gland of the endocrine system. The name comes from the Latin pinea, which means cone. If, if produced, several important hormones, including melatonin, it is a highly essential part of the brain only 5 millimeters in diameter, and a small tissue of red-grayish color. The pineal gland is located between the two hemispheres of the brain. It says here, If therefore your eye be single, your whole body shall be full of light. In the book of Matthew 6, Elephant-Headed Idol, Ganesh Guti is, is an 11-day festival solely devoted to the elephant Headed idol. The festival usually falls between the months of August and September. Okay? He's just putting this out here in his book. Okay, those, okay, you probably seen the double-headed eagle symbolizes, which is, uh symbolizes the Scottish rite of Freemasonry. Okay, the double-headed eagle or the double-headed phoenix or the double-headed uh, uh what you say, the, um, uh, mm-hmm. double-headed, uh, oh boy, uh, can't think of it right now double-headed pelican because some people say they are pelicans one is a pelican one is an eagle both uh, dealing with the western and eastern hemispheres or the western hemispheres of the brain or the right and left hemispheres of the brain okay okay Mm. the double-headed eagle symbolizes the right and left hemispheres of the brain in connection to the pineal, pineal gland I just said that. Okay, the double-headed eagle adopted by the Scottish Rite of Freemasonry is emblematic of two hemispheres of the human brain. It also represents two hemispheres of the world. Okay, the pineal gland. The pineal gland is in the human brain is located in the enditidumus near the center of the brain, between the two hemispheres, tucked in a groove where the two halves of the 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 thalamus, thalamus join. The pineal gland has been compared to the photoceptive or photoreceptive third parietal eye pre- uh, present in the, at, oh, okay can't pronounce this word, epithelomous of some animal species. And all the, the, the two-headed eagle also, when you see the wings down, it represents the southern hemisphere of the earth. When you see the wings up, it represents the northern hemisphere or the northern jurisdiction of the Scottish right jurisdiction, okay? Uh, 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 people need to also to under- need to understand that, okay? Uh, okay, let me move along here. Before they cut me off, okay? Okay, the pinnacle and architecture, art, and hairdressers symbolize the pineal gland. The cone-shaped headdress and the robe worn by the Ku Klux Klan strike fear and anger in Moors, who, who by fictitious social engineering are misclassified in the United States Census Bureau as blacks, Negroes, and colored. Okay. How many people know that uh, it was a so-called black organization in Spain that the Ku Klux Klan got there Headdress
0: and
1: all the uh, uh, the robes from. That's our dress, headdress, and uniform. Not theirs. But they are scaring a lot of our people. That they're not our people are not scared of it no more. Uh, uh, back in the day, they used to scare our people. This imagine scaring our own people with our own stuff.
0: <clears throat>
1: That's really a lot of gall, ain't it? <clears throat> okay. Okay. The adopted headdress and robe worn by members of the Ku Klux Klan causes many injured and subjugated natural peoples to recall the many tortures, lynchings and burnings at the stakes. Practiced by the European occupying European KKK members. Today, nationalized and denationalized moors often and by misassociation relate the Perrinner's acts of lynching, burning, and torture with the cone-shaped headdress and robe. However, their actions and the true origin of the original Gnostic meanings attributed to them are actually diametrically opposed one to another. This other has been told by a few associates of scholars that it would be a huge challenge to to get the giant facts and the re- original true concepts across to the closed-minded, nationalized and denationalized moors. Many told, many hold the decision that the contemporary stylized belief systems embraced by them through Europeanized miseducation will guarantee their rejection of the facts or. The probable truths about the ancient cultural and philosophical mind science, origin of the cone shaped headdress worn by the KKK. Being a realist, this author does not see this countermeasure against European colonial impersonation and misdirection as an easy task, but is willing to take a head on and will work to address the misplaced fears and style and steel and invoked and, and upon Aborigine peoples by the occupying Europeans. The spurious success manifested as war strategy gains of the deputy knight's misdeeds, in turn, operatively suppresses the natural congruent energy of their targeted subjects. This is due to the manipulation of the subject's mental state, which has been influenced by dogma or false beliefs, which is substituted for truth and facts of the nature. The result manifests manifests as such defeating and mental stagnation. The descendants of the true ancient Illuminati are in need of an awakening and need to know that the kundalini energy rests and is embodied in the oil located in the base of the spine. The active vision of this energy is sometimes expressed as anointing my head with oil. This implies that the kundalini energy is fired up and, and ignited, are stimulated the divine functions of the pineal gland. Symbolically, a vital piece of regalia is used to cover and imply self mastery and control of and over the lower self. The apron, as worn by Masons and Eastern stars and fratern- fraternal and maternal orders, is placed anatomically where the lower part, the lower three chakras, are located. Fears reside in the area of the lower three chakras. Addressing this most sensitive and controversial subject, matter will aid in the awakening of the suppressed heirs and energy and I'm sorry, the heirs of the world's greatest estate and to some useful degree aid in stimulating the kundalini energy and help to awaken the serpent energy. This is not a negative or as falsely propagated by the dark-spirited deputy knights, but is actually a positive one. I end this lecture tonight, and I hope a lot of you have learned a lot of what I said, and I'm not too, uh, to insult anyone. I'm here to inform. Okay? And um, I hope a lot of you, I hope I have done a lot of good tonight by informing a lot of my people, not only my people, the Asiatic indigenous aborigine american moors but also people of european heritage people of asian heritage you know mexicans people of the whole human family you have um i have educated a lot of you a lot of you have learned something new tonight tonight that i have read to you tonight a lot i have gave to you tonight tonight i have come from myself not just from these books, but they come from my own self as well. I just added a lot to these words uh the words I read to you from my own uh research and learning you know, so uh as I say to you, uh peace and love to you all to the whole human family ahote washita ish. Uh, May my spirit and your spirit spring forth with the jaguar. That's what that means. And also, Bawasama Dukunda, which means peace, family. I'm out.